With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Red Rooster. New spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. The powerful 3-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play. It's Saturday lunchtime. Which means it's crunch time on SEN. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. We are looking forward to this. It's a gloomy, gloomy day, though, it must be said, in old Sydney town on the 10th of July, 2021. By geez, it feels like the Sydney Olympics was yesterday, 21 years ago. Can you believe it? We're looking forward to Tokyo now. Crunch time, thanks to Red Rooster. New spicy wings, feel the peppery tingle, limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. And Isuzu, the three-litre turbo diesel, powerful Isuzu D-Max, no matter the adventure. The Isuzu D-Max is born to play, and we're born to play. We are ready to rock and roll. The Finch man has... He had about a five-minute sleep before, but yeah. he's up and ready to go again. How are you, Finchy? Yeah, five minutes sleep. That should do me for the month, sugar, so yes. I'm ready to go. It's um, my beautiful wife Ellie's birthday today. Yes. Oh, um, happy 73rd, doll. <laughs> um, I'll be home after the show. Yes. Spend some time with our daughter. It'll be great. Husband uh, 30, of 30, the year. 35 today, so well done. You know what, Finchie, to think about this, there's 8 billion people in the world, and lucky Ellie, she, <laughs> she found you. She landed with me. <laughs> how, I'll tell you what, you, you couldn't do much worse, could no, you? No, oh. no. Uh, well, Kobe might have an argument with that. Oh, <laughs> she might say you could. Uh, Brendan Cow. Yeah. How are you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mask. Mate, fantastic. Uh, still single. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be looking for some tips off Finchy today <laughs> in uh, what, what it is that a man has to have. I've been, in, I've been in the COVID bubble with you guys for the last 24 hours, just sharing a hotel room. It's got really a bit, bit weird and intimate, yeah, but I feel okay. like we've come out really close yeah. and we're ready to um, you know, explode in yeah. the audio realm today. <laughs> Literally. So how would you explain your ideal partner? Like, uh, how, how old is she? Um, oh, I, I, I'm thinking over, I'm 44. Yeah. So maybe I think I, I had a rule, um, that they, they must've been born before Expo 88. <laughs> um, so I'm Expo starting. 88. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't was that a Brisbane? great time? Yes. You turn up to this Boston weird joint in the Gold Boston Coast Tenny, yeah. and there's like a weird room for Hungary yeah. and a weird room for Budapest, a massive stadium for America. Yeah. And you fang around there with your family going, <laughs> This is good, I think. Did <laughs> you guys go? No. I was at school. No, oh, yeah. school, yeah. Expo 88. There you go. The yeah. bicentenary, you wouldn't. Um, no, I'm looking for a peer, someone um, above 30, you know, because it's great dating younger people, but then, you know, it, when you go, oh, I listen to this, and they're like, who's Bob Dylan? And it just, it's hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but it's really good to be here. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm so excited. But, SEN Sports Entertainment Nonsense. Yeah, the, re- the, reason, <laughs> the reason that I brought that up is to give you the opportunity to sell yourself because I'm guessing that our audience 
yeah. would be largely what you've explained. Men in their mid-50s. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's uh, the Sharks playing tomorrow, so, you know, I'm nervous already. Mm. Um, I, I'm calling that game the Disappointment Cup. Yeah. Um, which team can be less disappointing yes. and take home the game tomorrow? <laughs> Uh, and expecting a big win from the Roosters today. Oh, the big Roosters. So I'm, I've had a little investment, uh, <laughs> which I thought was good value at the time, Sharks to make the top eight, but I had budgeted in a win yeah. against the Broncos. So, boys, throughout the next hour and a half or so, let me know if I should be nah. unsubscribing well, and cashing out I or think staying the, the I course. I think the Warriors are a good chance today, but the Warriors, like, you, they can play their best footy of the season yeah. and their worst in a single half. <laughs> yeah. And we've seen that last week, like, it's... It was unbelievable. Usually it's week to week with some yeah. teams. This team does it within one half a footy. Yeah. Like they lost the unlosable game. Unlosable. It, yeah. it, their last 15 minutes, is like they were d- doing it deliberately. It's like they're deliberately, like, not obviously they weren't, but mm. it's like the comedy of errors were just outrageous. Yeah, they've got that same fear of winning that the Sharks <laughs> have. It's like the Sharks have that thing where they're like, we're 16 points ahead. Yeah. Jeez, this feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> we better stop this at once. <laughs> Let's let these guys back in a little bit. And, you know, you add Chad to that kind of culture. Anything's oh, possible. Chad. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, sorry, that brought a bit of silence. Uh, good day, listeners. He's love your favourite player, isn't he? I love him. I yeah. love him. I love him north. If I had said to you, name a player in the National Rugby League who could be leading by eight and takes a field goal, who would you have thrown a stump at? Well, look, probably me back in the 16Bs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Chad, Chattles, look, it was it was a wet night. He was confused. He didn't know which team he was playing for. And that's only <laughs> going to be more confusing for him tomorrow when he faces up against the Sharks. Sharks. And I think the first time he gets the ball, he'll probably go for a field goal. Yeah, I think he probably <laughs> But the, the beauty of the field goal wasn't that he went for a field goal eight points up, and that's weird enough was the fact that he was 10 metres out in front and missed it by 15 metres. <laughs> how, like, how, how you can miss it by that far is amazing. That's it's the, it's the amazing effort. Like, I think Chad, Chad factor. one 300 to have your say on the Chad factor or other things. Uh, 0457 736 736 is a way to get involved. We welcome our listeners through 10.53 a.m. <laughs> SEN Track Brisbane, 16.20 a.m. SEN The Gold Coast, as well as all our listeners on the SE app or belatedly, via the SEN podcast. You can download the SEN app and listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. I didn't know this, boys, and I'm not very good, very tech-savvy, but people driving around in Victoria or in Perth, wherever the case may be, if you've got the um, the digital, the new cars, you can just, you don't need the app. It's all through the, the DAB. Yeah. Oh, yeah, digital radio. Yeah, I, well, there Graham you go. I, th- I think you just think Joel Kane <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> yes. And it comes on. It just happens. You just think Finji <laughs> yeah. and it pops up, you know. <laughs> Um, and, and into your brains, the words gamble responsibly. You <laughs> Most know, importantly, yes. Just is inserted. Yes, it is. Have um, you been gambling responsibly, by the way? Yeah, I have. I've, I've, um, I, I've been getting right into it. Yeah. Um, I've, <laughs> I've, I've not been chasing my bets. Um, as I imagine every Australian bloke, when they hear someone say, don't chase your bets, they go, all right, Phil, we better walk home. Um, <laughs> you know, but no, I've been going pretty well. I had a bit of luck on the uh, NBA oh. with the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. Um, and then I've transferred to the Suns. So I've had a bit of luck there, and I put some money on Ash Barty to win in two sets. Yeah. So that was good. So I, yeah, I've got a full full. Ash Barty for now. the final to win two <laughs> sets. Uh, in the last game. Oh, in the, the last game. Yeah, two oh. sets, and so she was looking like losing the, the yeah. second set. Yeah. And I'm I was getting a little bit nervous, but I always had faith. And gosh, she looks good, doesn't she? Oh, She's yeah. Fit, powerful, and just you know, it'd be great for Nick Kyrgios just to spend some time with Ash. Oh, yeah. And go, this is how you do it. Yep. You know mm. what I mean? She's got a smile on her face. She. She she kind of she 
dedicated it to a team and says we love having a laugh. And just to see that Australianness in front of the English crowd as well, mm, yeah. that it's like, you know, you've got to have a good time doing what you're doing and just be passionate about it. But at the end of the day, it's a game, you know what I mean? But God, I hope she takes it home. Yeah, she deserves so it. I, Since, was oh. it 71 that Yvonne yeah. Gilgong won? Mm. And, well, and what a fantastic thing. And to them. wear the same attire or similar attire, it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but we had Brett Phillips on the other day. And I was saying how they, she had to be convinced to, to have another crack at tennis. Had to be convinced she wins on the she wins on the the Grand Slam final. That takes a career prize money over twenty million. She had to be convinced <laughs> to do something, and she's about to win twenty million. I know. Like, gee whiz! Do you reckon that Ash? When she you got to be convinced. Yeah, yeah. You better earn twenty million out of the sport. Yeah. Do you reckon Ash? And, and I'm <laughs> seeing this. Every... So she had low self esteem then, or something. Oh, I'm no good at tennis. I think I can only win two Grand no. Slams. I better not play. Would you, would you have had to be convinced if you? No, had a... I think I'm the best at everything. Yeah. <laughs> Even <laughs> when I'm not, I would be convinced to stop playing you know, or stop doing that. You're not good at it. You really. I I thought I was great. No, you're not. Tell, tell Brendan about Lucky Joe. Oh, Lucky Joe. Like my Friday frustrations. Uh, Paul Joe, I'm not too sure of his, his surname, but um, he was the gentleman who got attacked by a great white shark and, and lost his arm. Now, I think it was Channel 9. I'm watching the news. They open with the headline, Lucky Joe. He just lost his arm to a shark. <laughs> because they were trying to say that. There was paramedics on the be- uh, on the beach who had surfaced, so they're lucky that the paramedics were there. He would have been lucky if the shark swam past him. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's sitting in the hospital with no arm. No one's sitting there going, "Oh, how lucky!" See, I'd love to be in his position. Yeah. No, no, no one. What well, sort there, of? This is that's a, the worst opening to a like the poor fellow lost his arm. This this is the half full, half empty yes conversation, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Do you look at Lucky Joe and go, I'm stoked for Joe or poor Joe? You know, poor Joe. It's all about your attitude to life. That's I'm right. going poor Joe. <laughs> like, no, I, like, I, if you say they go, you're going to have a lucky day, you think, what am I going to win Powerball? You're not thinking, I'm going to lose an arm to a great white I shark. I don't understand the whole, you Jeez, know. how lucky I got. I hope I lose my other one tomorrow. You know, like. But then, then they go out and they're like, oh, the shark took a bloke. And everyone's so surprised the shark took a blow. We're in their food court. Yeah, exactly. It's like being surprised a falafel got eaten at half <laughs> lunchtime on a Tuesday. It's like, that's why it's sitting there. <laughs> and then they go, look, let's get that particular shark that ate Joe's arm and kill it. And so they go out, they kill the shark, thinking that that shark will then email all the other yeah, sharks so, and go, wrap it up with the humans. All yeah, yeah. oh, right, Bruce, I'll stop eating humans. <laughs> like, what's the bloody point? They go and kill the crocodile because there was a bunch of idiots having a 21st down by the Crocodile River, yeah. thinking if we kill that crocodile, all the other crocodiles will go, Ooh. wrap it up with the humans, <laughs> crocodiles. And but, we're not, we're clearly not making, we, we, we're clearly not making light of the situation. No. However, no. It's, well, he's two, lucky Joe. Yeah. But the reporting, and when they said it's an unprovoked attack, what does that mean? The shark come up and said, I'm going to swim up and down the beach. If you're still here when I get back, yeah. you're going to lose an arm. What Mate, sort of unprovoked was that? When you go into the surf, the first thing you see is a wave opening like a shark's mouth. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's very clear what's going to happen. The waves are actually going, get back in the land. Yeah. They're trying to they push, push you back. push you back in, and the human's like, no, nah, no, nah, I want to keep going out. And then the current goes... Okay, if you want to come out, we'll take out. <laughs> Here's the shark. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's like surprising. Uh, this, this is our panel today. My and, conclusion and is go the shark. Yeah. <laughs> go you, the shark. You, you go for the sharks. Uh, Brett Finch, known for the field goal, of course. Brett Finchy field goal. Uh, 1998 Australian schoolboys. 270 NRL games. 
uh, three origins between uh, 2004, 2006. 2004, Dallium halfback of the year, father of the year too, by the way, husband of the year uh, in 2021. Husband of the year, I don't think so. But, uh, uh... 2009 grand final winner, 2011 Challenge Cup winner. Uh, Brendan Cowell, most Bs games of all time in the history of rugby league. Is that right? Yeah, I was firmly implanted in the Bs. Did you win a comp win the Bs? Yeah, we did win a comp in the Bs. I think it was under eight Bs. We won and, and we were playing at Yarrawarra, yeah. which is in Ingadine, and I chipped over the top and regathered. Did you? What position yeah. were you? Yeah, I was 5'8 yeah. at that time. But later on, like under 14s, under 16s, played some fullback. Yeah. Um, I was really good at tackling, inspired by Michael, the lawnmower speechly. Yes. Just hack him down from the legs. <laughs> Grass and, cut. Um, so broke a few noses. I was really good in defence, but, um, you know, you turn around year by year and the blokes just got massive. Mm. So I went for the emotional pain of the arts yeah. instead of the physical pain of rugby league. But, yeah, I was firmly implanted the bees. I also got uh, nominated for a Logie once, mm. but I didn't win. Um, so that's all I got. <laughs> no, no, there's a lot more here. If, if you go, I am IMDB. The guy from McLeod's daughter's one. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. The, the IMDB has a bit of a um, write-up about you, and it's, it, it, for those who want to read it, um, you, are the, <laughs> you are the son of Yvonne and Bruce. Yes. Right? Um, and it goes on. Fact. A decorated career. Fact. Right? It goes on and on and on and on and on. And, and it's punctuated. So it obviously includes Game of Thrones, and it includes uh, Avatar. But it goes on and it's punctuated by this. Uh, Brendan has two original TV scripts in development with UK producers and networks and a stage play for England called London Bridge. He's single, 41, and has no pets. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, you know what? In my Wikipedia a few years ago, I swear it must have been one of my mates. Because, you know, Wikipedia, anyone can get on there with a license and write it. And it said Brendan's first uh, rise to fame come when he played Cyclist 3 in an SDD commercial. Exactly. used to be on there. Uh, um, are, are all the actors, is there just people who like, that? do they like acting in TV, film, uh, stage? Or is it just like, do some people go, no way, I'm not doing stage. Oh, I'm, not, I'm only doing movies. I'm only doing TV. Or you just cover well, everything. Yeah, that's a preposterous thing. Is like there's about five actors who get to choose. Yeah. You know, like a yeah, Hugh Jackman right. would get to ch- decide between stage TV and film. And and it's, you know, like I did a film called Noise, um, which probably the movie I'm most proud of. Yeah. I played a cop with tinnitus and a brilliant film, went to Sundance and everything. And during the, you know, the, the press tour, you'd get asked, so what, what drew you to the role of this troubled policeman? Like... <laughs> The job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I wasn't in the position where I'm like, yeah, no, call the agent yeah. went. I'm thinking troubled cop. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you take what you can yeah. get. And stage, you know, I love being on stage. I'm good at it. It feels great. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's the live experience. Every every night's good. Um, every night's different. You know, but yeah, getting a lead in a TV show and a film, blokes like us, we just have a hand up. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. There's no choice in the matter. Yeah. 0457736736 is a text line. You can call us, 1300-01170. Around the grounds we go to Wikipedia. Mm. Right. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> Brendan was born to parents Yvonne and Bruce. They have added to this. Yes. Bruce he Bruiser Cow. Yeah. Is he Bruiser? Yeah. Yes. So this has been confirmed. <laughs> he has two older sisters, Linda and Jackie. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Who was part of the pop group. Girlfriend. Correct. Yeah. Right. Take it from me. Now, uh, and take this from you. Yeah. He was a self-confessed loner at primary school, which he said was due to his reading poems 
out at assembly and making up little plays and forcing people to watch them. Yeah. Is that true? And that is still the case. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Sugar and Finchie, I don't know what you're doing after this, but you'll be sitting down and watching the play. Well, you know, there might be a little bit of theatrics later on in the show, so it's evident that I haven't been able to release. Yeah, after a while, you just got to accept who you are, yeah. Finchie, isn't it? Oh, you do. And, you know, and A lot of people won't accept who I am. I accepted who I am a long time ago. Yeah, actually, that might be the issue for both of us. Yeah. All of us. I would say that if you're not weird, you're not real. Oh, no. uh, if, right. if you think you're not weird, you are weird because we're all weird. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. This was not a weird scoreline. This was a scoreline predicted by many. South Sydney. There was no. Uh, what percentage of the cap you reckon? So the cap's about nine million dollars. Oh. They had no Damien Cook. They had no Latrell. No Cam no no Murray. No Cam no Murray. No Arrow. No, no Arrow. No Cook. Yep. Right. So that's got to be thirty percent of the cap or thereabouts. Uh, taking on the Cowboys, it was in the balance there for a while. Uh, 46 points to 18, a hat-trick to Tane Milne, a hat-trick to Alex Johnson. Uh, they trailed by 10 early in the game, then they well, were scored 44 unanswered well, points. Mate, Kyle Felt made it a simple error playing the ball with about 10 minutes to go. They were down 12-2, they were down. And next minute, it was 20 to, it was 20 to 12 at half time. Yeah. It's been 10 minutes. And then 10 minutes, 8 minutes into the second half, it was 30 to 30 to 12. The, 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 how they can score points, the, the rate they score points. Timmy Manor called the two wingers the chosen ones every time they got the ball. Because, mate, all they do is get the ball and have to just put it down. Yeah. It's the greatest job in the NRL is being on the end of South's oh. back line. Because mm. um, they just mate, catch it and, and, and literally walk over and put it down. Under, like, yeah. I think um, Alex Johnson, I'm not sure, I think he's gone three tries, three tries, two, 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 three. 13 in five games. Yeah, like, it's just. Like, he, he's mate, got but, acceleration, though. Oh, like 100%. You, see, you, you can see that the boat can get him, and then all of a sudden yeah, he can't. He, and but, that's those first three strides. And, and like, I, he's got acceleration. Absolutely. Like, you see that they shift to the left. Yeah. They play out the back, like it's Reynolds and um, Reynolds and Katie Walker. The wingers, when did you learn? They just kept coming in. Yeah. And Katie Walker just kept picking them off. No one does that three on two no. better than Katie Walker. You, you know how, like, yeah. he, well, you, you know how good that is. You, you look at someone like, Valentine Holmes. He had a three on two in origin. Latrell intercepted it, scored down yeah. the other end. So, but yeah, how easy. That. He was having that much fun with them, Cody Walker, and it was that boring with him passing. He decided, let's see if I can do it by just batting it on. I was thinking and about still this. Got, that was unbelievable. That was and, and it was just a little, hey, Freddie. Yeah, exactly. I'm over here. Just well, mate, on that. What about poor old Jack, Jack Wynne? <laughs> yeah. The stat used. So, this is, this is the stat I've got, right? So, this is a major statement. Played at the ground they're going to be playing on Wednesday night in Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And keeping in mind, Jack Whiten would have been watching that with the New South Wales team, probably next to Cam Murray mm. and Cook, right? Jack Whiten has had four try assists this season, mm. right? Cody Walker had four try assists last night. Yeah. And then went off. Exactly. And then went off. Yeah. Just put the cue in the rack and said. Yeah, yeah. Give Benji a go. Yeah. <laughs> follow this. But, but, it, like, but you know what I was thinking too? And, and he has all the tri-assists. And Adam Reynolds has very few, few tri-assists. Reynolds but, but, what but, it does. But he's also providing a lot of room. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Finch. And I was thinking about how do you possibly contain this team? Do you consider this? Or does he pick you apart anyway? If you're coaching against South Sydney, do you just say, boys, uh, centre, Winger, I want you guys playing netball. I don't want you to read anything. I don't want you to watch. The f- I just want you purely to watch mm. that centre. I want you making that tackle, and I want you making that winger tackle. And if whatever happens, because what's happening all the time, Cody mesmerises them. The centre mm. collapses, comes in, and then Cody just says, "All oh, right, I mm. take your mark, bang." 
Would that work or he finds another way? Well, the first thing they do is you watch the width Reynolds has on the pass. Yeah. So they might line up six on six. So six defenders on six attackers. Yep. But if Reynolds Reynolds catches it on the third defender, he you strip two defenders already. That's so what he's he does. Third, so that the width of the pass, you know, it, all of a sudden it puts him in, in an advantage of more attackers and defenders. So what they've got to do is and, and, and you know what really makes it hard to they play a lot of people watch South and watch Melbourne, they go, let's just do what they do. So they might go through to this point just to do the play. But that if it's play the ball, five-second play the ball, then it's not the right play. You watch the, They pick the right time to do it. So oh. when Reynolds gets it, you watch him get over the advantage line. He gets deep past the markers. So usually if you're an A or B defender, what helps you is you, you're in, you, get, you get the markers to get out and put pressure on them, which helps then release you then the, releases the edge. I just would have loved but, to have but, seen it. But he gets over – you watch how deep Reynolds gets over mm. the advantage line and holds up the defenders. Yeah. With, so how they are the Melbournes and Roosters doing? Like, how are the good defensive teams doing it? Because well, the other night against the Tigers, it looked like training. Yeah. Touch, well, touch well, rain, well, well, you got, last yeah. night was a bit better for yeah. the Cowboys because yeah. they tried to slide. And then one of the commentators last night was saying that Roosters chase harder from the dog, inside. From the inside. Yeah. So, so how do you combat it? So, so that's that's the thing about picking the play to do it off. If yeah. you do it off the right play and it's a quick play the ball, then you don't give the opportunity for the defender to get out and pressure you. But if if someone gets out and I'm the ball player and he pressures me from the inside, then I've got to play early, so yeah. I don't get the chance to hold hold you up. So I might have to play it two meters early. Then then it releases everyone to work from the inside and help the help the edge defenders. But I, they do it better than anyone. There's a sequence, and everyone's and every pass is out in front. Well, I tell you, you who, just have to take the out, Reynolds out. You need like, <laughs> Before like the Wayne game. Graham used to do it with Cronk and stuff. Yes. You just need a bloke, yeah. and go. You're it. Well, see, that's, you just come so, out and see. So that's and the as thing. Soon as the, Wade the did dangerous that great. guy gets the ball, I want yeah. you to smash him. Wade did Where that yeah. better than any. My like Cooper, that right edge destroyed everyone. So there's Cronk, yeah. Proctor, Slater, and Chambers destroyed everyone for years. One bloke dismantled yeah. them every yeah. time. Wade you, Graham. Yeah. You know who's got the important role? If if I'm playing on the wing, right? And I see Cody Walker tearing Just, across the other side. You've got to tell him. I'm not under under threat. So, boys, yeah. I can Get leave over. three players over yeah. here. Boys, we've got to go. So, yeah. and, that, and that's the thing. If you see Reynolds yeah. and you see Walker, well, I'm not a smart man, but guess where the ball's going? That's right. So, yeah. put an extra defender over yeah. there. Like, Maybe that, even the 18th man. Yeah. You <laughs> know what I mean? Anyone. So, push them all over. <laughs> so, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a big job. And the fullback should be seeing it too and yeah. sending an Hustle. extra man there. And then when you see them going together, you're screaming at your A defender to get off the line and get some inside pressure. So it's a combination of everything. But I guess to when the speed's going so quick, sometimes they don't get a chance to react. It's a great shame. Like when you think about it, the way Finch is explaining it, Brendan, uh, we're going to go to the highlights now, by the way, from last night's game, uh, brought to you by SEN from last night's call, Jimmy Smith, Timmy Manor and Finchie. When you think about how they both jump around on the side, it's a shame we're not seeing them linking up with Turbo, linking up with Latrell and the Fox and Toto on the other yeah. side. Mm. It, it, it would have been wonderful to see, wouldn't it? Oh, it would have been superb. And that was the – that's the, the the positive I thought they might have gone with them because on a short, short turnaround, yeah. they've already got – their combination, you bring them two in together, they've got a combination with Latrell, Cam Murray on the edge, and Cookie at hooker. So all of a sudden that, that's – you've got a combination of six, seven blokes in key positions – you go with a new 5'8 and a new halfback who've got to get a combination together. Yeah. And then they've got to get a combination with everyone else. I, that's why I thought they may have gone the other way. But the combination yeah. is give it to Latrell <laughs> exactly. and Tom. How as hard quick, is it? As I'll do it. As possible. You know, yeah. what's the combination? Yeah. And, you know, on a positive, let's be positive, I think. 
they want. I think Freddie wants to look at you know an alternative Move, to Nathan and Jerome over the next yeah. five years. Mitch is still young. Teddy loves Mitch. Mm. Teddy's the captain. Don't remember. He yeah. was so excited when Mitch got picked. Yeah. So he's going to want to play a mm. game of footy with Mitch Moses. Mm. And I want to see I that. I think you'll do great. Also, who was last year's Daily M of the Year? Jack White. Give him a crack. Yeah. Start him. Yeah, he's it's been an amazing. It's, yeah. He's been like, he's a bloody good player. He's yeah. a big body. And maybe it's just a confidence that he needs. Mm. I, I like it. I know what you're saying. Swap the Penrith combo with the South combo. Yeah. But let's have a look. Some fresh blood. Yep. And I like Freddie's always a bit different. He backs his players. He backs his ideas. Yeah, yeah. And he's backed totally his right. ideas. I, I, I'm behind I, I, I'm it. I'm with Give you. it to Latrell. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think they both I think they both do great. I thought that he just might have done that for the sake of the last, last game. But you're right. And moving forward, they're both young players. But it was similar to when I played with Greg Inglis. Craig Bellamy's instruction was catch and pass to GI. Oh He'd beat eight God. blokes and I'd get a try assist. It was the greatest job he's, in the world. So that's out. similar to Latrell and Tommy. Just get him the ball. I'm yeah. going to have to ask you what it's like playing with GI. Because I, <laughs> I still watch YouTube highlights of that man in open space. Is there anything more beautiful nah, he was, than Greg Inglis? Uh, yes, space? there is something more beautiful what is it? Uh, than watching him in open space. It's hearing Finchie <laughs> in open space last night. Let's have a listen. I'm looking at the ladder here, guys. I think South are a big chance of toppling... Penrith, getting in the top two. All right. We'll have a look at that in the post-game yeah. show. But I, like, the... I like the polite way you always shut me down. That was, that was a good way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking, what on earth is he doing bringing that up now? <laughs> All right, we're just about wrapping it up uh, here. Are we going to uh, talk about the, the ladder yet? No, post-game show. Post-game post-show. i tell you when you don't talk about it. With eight minutes to go in the game. I'll tell you, that's, that's when you're not talking about it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and, and, and then, not only not talk about it, talk about how you, not, you didn't talk about it. <laughs> so, What's your partner's name, Timmy? So, Stefani. Stefani. He'll go home to Stefani and say, look, I brought up this really good point with eight minutes to go, and the boys didn't want to talk about it. And she'll say, oh, look, it is a good point, Tim. But anyway, <laughs> look, there's eight but minutes to go on the game. It is a good point, but it's 11.30 at night, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 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 oh, my God, man. <laughs> they didn't want to talk about it. Well, I don't want to talk about it either. It's 11.30 at night. I'll see you in the morning. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, very, very good, Fitchman. Uh, by the way, uh, this was found from Fox League. Did you see Wayne Bennett? He... Yes. If South Sydney were attacking on the field, he was attacking off the field. Have a listen to this. He's hungry. Holy dooly. Oh, he's hungry. Again? What do you think? What's he? Oh. He's got oh. the chicken wing. Doesn't he? Give that some. Wow. <laughs> it's been a hard <laughs> night in the office, I think. Yeah. They mustn't have had any food on the bus on the way home. Oh, oh yeah, boy. It doesn't look like it's grapper either. He's yeah. something else <laughs> in the night. <laughs> Charcoal Charlie's in the night. He needs some baby wipes. Jeez. Yeah, I, I, did, you, did you watch it? They left it on him too, like, yeah, I didn't like it because I didn't like it. I, and not that that's fine because no. I know because I know James and Mick they've got relationships with Wayne, but at that that the the change rooms are private sanctuary. Yeah. So and it, it is very much and after you have a win, fair enough. We understand you got to get the cameras in there for the team song. But no. this was this was twenty thirty minutes after the the team song and they've shown all the interviews, and he's sitting in the corner or he's standing in the corner having a. Um, Lamb shank. Was it a rib or a shank? What was something? It shank? Yeah, maybe, it was maybe a rib. Rib, oh, rib was, was a rib. It, was yeah. a rib. But, but but I just thought it stayed on him for ages. No, it looked bigger than a rib, didn't it? It look. It's. I mean, it, it's an enormous rib if it's a rib. <laughs> I think it's a shank. It's an Osso Booker. It's something yeah. from. But mm. you know what? I would argue that there's a few. 
private moments between in in a man's life that no one should ever see. <laughs> mm. And a man eating a rib over a bin <laughs> yeah. is, is a private moment. But they're quite messy, it's, aren't you? They're messy. Lionel. And I just Lionel. see, I, and they kept going back to it, and I thought, yeah, after let a go. game of footy, is this where we're at? Yeah. Like, all we can think of is to watch Mate, Wayne that's, eat a rib. That's the blowout. The blowout scores are lacking that much entertainment. That's like, you know what? This will get like the crowds back. an alien this coming down the from space. Back. Or, like, a European person watching rugby league for the first time, and you're like, oh, I'll watch this rugby league. And it ends with a man <laughs> in his 70s eating a rib over a bin. And you think, this is, like, this is the entertainment? Like, yes. I just thought it was, you know, a little bit low rate. We yeah. Well, you know what? It's not the first time this has happened in the world of uh, so-called sport because uh, this tactic, I suppose, from the broadcasters started over in the US. Let's have a listen to this. Coming up next, men's singles. But for now, let's stop a minute and take a look at our beautiful tennis centre backdrop. The beautiful hey! It's Holy it's a scorcher. <laughs> I bet you that guy could cover a lot of court. Hey, buddy, they got a new invention. It's called a napkin. <laughs> well, we'll take a station break and continue with more action. Uh, that oh, was George eating George, the ice cream. George Stanza at uh, the US Open. Well, that, that's what it's like. And poor, poor old George, he didn't know he was on TV either. But uh, but you're right, it's like that. That they went back to it twice. Yeah. The Wayne, it's like they went to a break and they come back and still eating <laughs> and went back to it. And the... Uh, and I bet you they'll be going back to it all next yeah. week on everybody's yeah. show. We're going to have to watch Wayne eat ribs for another week. <laughs> the mind boggles. Oh, <laughs> this was good, actually. Um, we'll talk about that later, the Timmy Manor story. We'll get to that a little bit later. But but Timmy Manor, I, I, I didn't believe he could craft a story like he did about Spud. So, Your mate Spud. Mark Spud. Carroll. How would you find how he dresses Spud? Well, he's very, he's very proud of it, yeah. isn't he? The look yeah. good, feel good, smell good stuff. And he's got the little thing coming out of the... Yes. Um, because I don't know Pocket if you've ever trained at his gym, um, but after every session, the shower, and he, he'll spray himself like seven to 12 times. <laughs> and what, you can what's smell the it. standard spray? Like him, like, he's got an array. Yeah. He's got an like, array on top of the fridge there, the fridge full of water bottles, and he's just got, and whatever you want there. You can spray. Oh, so there's a lot of offers, large men coming offices in and out of the to bathroom. everyone else. Everyone else can use the same. He doesn't offer anything to anyone else. No, <laughs> no, no, it's no, 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 Jim. no, no, You got to no, work no. hard for yeah. a product. But if he's in there with another session, yeah. you can go down to the fridge and just give a little bit of jupe, a little mm. bit of jazz, some you know, <laughs> so, some Calvins. Yeah. Uh, he's got the array. Yeah. Um, all at differing levels. Um, that he, <laughs> I think he's got off the back of the truck somewhere. <laughs> On a back alley next to mm. Paddy's Markets or something. No, he's got a lot of fragrances. Do you know what? Good on him. He's yeah. a classy man. Yeah, you know what I mean? There should be more of it in Australia. Like when I moved to the Northern Hemisphere to London and Europe, I walked around and I thought, geez, I really got to lift my standards yeah. here. Because they, well, just, they dress sense or just what? even go to the pub. Like yeah. they look fantastic. Yeah. And it's also because it's colder, there's layers. Yes. Yeah. So a bloke's got a beautiful jacket on with a jumper and a scarf. Yeah. The hair looks good because they take going to the pub really seriously. You know what I mean? They stand with each other in the pub and they have conversation <laughs> in a circle. Yeah. And it's like, this is a thing we're doing. We go to the pub for a pint yeah. and they'll talk about the issues of the day. And it's, you know, it's a real sophisticated thing for men to do. Whereas the Australians, we go to the pub, we face the screen, <laughs> exactly. and we get shit-faced. Shit faced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose all my money, then I'm going to get into a stink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we start flirting with girls around 11 going, I don't know why they don't like me. I'm at 11, screw it. Oh, yes. Jenny, oh. Jenny, what are you doing after your shift? Uh. <laughs> I oh, thought uh, 11 scooters off you. 
I thought we had banter. <laughs> it's called customer service, Brett. Yes. So you, you, do you go home after your shift? <laughs> do you want me to walk with you? <laughs> Keep them coming through the text line, I'm by the way. I'm saying this from experience, by the way. <laughs> no, hey, we, we, we all know it too well. Oh, Jamie Carr, by the way, she hit the 100. We've got to keep an eye on that. Uh, yes, she has. So Jamie Carr's just rode a winner to take it to 100. Uh, Jamie Carr, congratulations in a season. She's outstanding. Oh, 100 she? winners. So well done to Jamie Carr. That is outstanding. At deep speed, the horse to get her over the line there at Caulfield. So congratulations to Jamie Carr. Speaking of which, uh, game 100 was very kind to Sam Williams. He scored a try. They lost the game. Two tries. Uh, no, in game, game 100 last week, he got oh. the try. Game 101, he picks up a double. Yeah. Sammy Williams. So look, that's three tries in two, two weeks. weeks. For the great man, uh, unbelievable. Uh, this is what um, this is some of the highlights here for the game. The Raiders taking on Manly, and they are clinging on by a thread. The Raiders. Starling out a dummy half. Oh, oh, he's so lightning quick. He's so lightning quick. He's gone past three of them like they were standing still. Wants to take the phone call from Ricky. Ricky, I'm available. 12 metres out, centre field. Starling goes left. Williams dummy, dummy, and strode through. Oh, the Kuma Colt got it down. Put it down, Sammy. Oh, they'll be cheering in the streets of Kuma tonight. Well, they got the win, which they desperately, desperately needed. Uh, here's what Ricky Stewart had to say after their big win over Manly. You hear a lot of comment about our our situation at the moment, that we're, we're fractured as a group, uh, we've got issues in the camp. We haven't, um, but we're all very competitive individuals. Um, we're a club that strives to be a competitive football team that wants to be playing final football. When you're in a very volatile, competitive industry, there's always going to be headbutts. I've never coached a football team or be, or be coached as a player where there hasn't been a few headbutts throughout the, uh, the year. But we're all men and we get on with it. Uh, it is a lot different inside our club than what the comment is outside. I know we've been um, accused of uh, players not putting in, lack of effort. That couldn't be any further from the truth. Pitchman, you've been coached by Ricky Stewart. Uh, what do you take of those words? Um, well, I, the fact of the matter is, it may not be to the extent the media's reported, but you know, there's been players' wives criticising the coach for his tactics. There's been um, former players who left uh, Bateman come out and said how the leaks are coming from inside the club. George Williams went home with homesick and obviously had a falling out with the club. So, of course, there's fractures there. There's been players falling out with the club. Josh Hodgson spoke about leaving. Um, so there's no doubt there's some stuff there. Maybe not to the extent... Um, that what Ricky's talking about, but of course that, that's been disrupt, there's disruptions to their season. You know, when you talk about Canberra this year, start of the year, you know, certainly potentially a, a premiership contender. Um, now they're, you know, because of the lack of the um, quality across the comp, that they're still in, you know, they're three or four games under, what are they, three? They've won six uh, from... Six, six from 15 games? Yeah. Uh, six from 16, I think. And they're still in, mm. you know, the lack of the quality of the competition in that bottom half of the, you know... Two thirds of the competition is they keep him himself in the hunt for the eight, but they've had a, a bludger of a season, and there's no doubt there's been um, that you know those in league where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. So now it may not to be the extent. Oh, I agree, Sticky. It might not to be the extent that the media or what we've what we've led to believe it is, but there has been some issues there, and uh, certainly hasn't helped them play their best footy because they've been well off the pace. But no one stick. I've had me uh, clashes with stick over the years as well. Yeah, have you had a headbutt? <laughs> no, we nearly did one. Johnny Palmer had to separate us. Did you? Oh, really? um, a couple of times, yeah. yeah. But, so but you know, that's a bit of passion too. Yeah, but we're both like each other where 
we'll just keep talking louder over the top of each other <laughs> instead of listening to it. You know, no, you know, so and then gets louder and louder. And He's right though. Like I reckon the best workplaces, the best teams, There's create. Always. You've got to have tensions, mm. and you've got to rub against each other um, <laughs> in in beautiful ways. Um, so I was fantasizing for a second. Um, <laughs> no, but I think there needs to be, there's this whole thing that has to be harmonious. No. What's going to come from harmony? No. Nothing. No. I reckon, you know, and I reckon Stick would be up for that. He'd want people to voice their opinions yeah. and, and um, you know, for, for, for good stuff to come out of that. Uh, but, you know, the George Williams thing, that that didn't look pretty. Um, no. And I, I just kind of can't believe it all ends up on Twitter. Like, it's just doesn't feel very rugby league when men take to their phones. Yeah. You know David what I mean? Norfolk it's like been... you, you run into 130 kilo Polynesian blokes on the weekend. And I'll get them with so, so yeah. many. Look at this. Got ya, sent. 140 you characters. Know, I 140 yeah, 140 characters of pure bravery. I wish that they kind of found another way to, to, to do this yeah. because they are such heroes to me on the field. You yeah. know what I mean? But good on your stick. I just think you might need to transition from the what's underneath the the pride of the green jersey now and go, everyone's written us off. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like find a different that. philosophy. Yeah. Maybe you know, well, well, he's great you at that. No one circles the wagons and, and gets that us against the world mentality better than sticking. He, he makes you believe. By yeah. the end of the show, I want you two blokes. The, the top six looks fairly clear. I want you blokes to insert sure. the blanks for the seven and eight yeah. positions. Uh, we've got exclusive... Uh, footage or audio of uh, Out of the Dragons camp, Brendan. Yeah, look, it's pretty exciting, Rugby yeah. League world. I don't think you're going to believe this um, because, you know, everyone it, or everyone's talking about, you know, the Dragons at the moment, the blood in the Red V, what's happened, why it happened, how yeah. can they be so stupid. We've got an exclusive that it might have actually been motivated from within. Anyway. Anyway, that's coming up. Stay with us right here. This is Crunch Time. Uh, welcome back to Crunch Time. Brett Finch, Brendan Cowell, I'm Joel Kane. Brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu, the powerful three-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to live. Uh, now, plenty of news coming through here around the Jai Arrow scenario, gentlemen. Uh, now, the National Rugby League has issued Queensland Maroons player Jai Arrow with a breach notice for failing to comply with the game's biosecurity protocols. During the team camp, the NRL alleges Arrow allowed an unregistered guest into the team hotel. Arrow has been isolated from the squad and will leave the camp to commence 14 days home isolation. The notice proposes, so yet to be ratified, but the notice proposes Arrow is fined $35,000 and suspended for two matches, which will include Game 3 of the Ampol State of Origin series, will also include a game for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, it's been all the talk, of course. It's taken the spotlight temporarily off the Dragons. Here's what the Queensland coach, Paul Green, had to say on the Jai Arrow situation. The matter's uh, in the relevant authorities' hands and, and uh, hasn't been resolved as yet, so um, we won't be making any further comment at this stage. Any inquiries, um, please contact the NRL regarding that. Thanks. What else is there to resolve, Greeny? He's been booted out already. Well, there you go. Uh, I know that uh, Christian Welsh come out and they're supportive of Jairo. They're suggesting that he would be welcome back into the squad next year. Uh, this is the crunch thanks to Red Rooster. New spicy wings, feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. Now, uh, Queensland will consider banning Jairo from next year's State of Origin series, but that's a long way down the track, of course. Arrow provided the description of the guest as a dancer to the NRL Integrity Unit when spoken to on Thursday. Now, as a result of Arrow's sanctions, the NRL has placed the Queensland team 
under a 24-hour security surveillance. What also has happened, I understand, is that, well, funny things happen in rugby league, you know, and uh, it's understood that the NRL Integrity Unit has sought counsel of the great Brett Finch. Now, Finchie, uh, on the premise that you can't bullshit a bullshitter, yep. we understand that the NRL Integrity Unit sent you in to interview Gyro, and I understand this is how it went. Well, Jai, thanks for spending time with me. I know the last couple of days has uh, been quite hard. Uh, you were caught in the act. What do you have to say? Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely sorry and remorseful about what's happened and, and um, you know, that I've gone against the, the Queensland culture and, um, you know, it's embarrassing. But I just wanted everyone to know that the person I brought to the room uh, was a dancer. A dancer? Why do you need a dancer to join you in the hotel? Well, as everybody knows, I'm a pretty physical guy and... Um, my favourite movie is Footloose, and that's about a town where you're not allowed to dance. Um, and in COVID, you haven't been able to dance um, in in um, in bars. Um, so I just really wanted to get a dance out before the big game. And you made no contact? No, no, it was contemporary dance. So we kind of danced opposite sides of the room. And it's more like I was in trying to bring up, like inspired by... Um, you know, players. I was dancing in the name of guys like great Queenslanders like Wally Lewis, Andrew Johns. Uh, Joey plays for New South Wales. Just general heroes of origin. I was dancing in that to inspire myself uh, in, through contemporary dance. Uh, and you couldn't fly home. You had to drive home. What, what, what high car did you drive? No birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Finchie, compelling interview. Well, well done. Thanks, Joy. That's, I don't think you should be right to play. You're reinstated. No birds. <laughs> Thanks, Finchy. You're reinstated. Yeah, good luck, Joy. Good luck, Joy. Thanks, mate. I just love to dance. <laughs> what was Joy's favourite movie? Footloose. Footloose. Yeah, very, very good. Footloose uh, outstanding. As, as hell, really, wasn't it? But, but you know, it, it is. It, I, I've struggled. You can't dance. You couldn't dance in the whole town no. in Footloose. <laughs> um, I would have gone more with the masseuse. Yeah. What would you have gone with? Oh, you I know, don't if know. you were caught in the act, what what would you have said? What who was this girl? Would you have gone with cousin? Yeah. Or would you? I, I thought masseuse or physio. Yeah, might it, have it's been. hard. It's hard to get a massage without being touched, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, it is. That's Reiki. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe Reiki would have been good. They hover. It's Reiki. <laughs> that would, let's yeah. do that interview Reiki. again. <laughs> the hands hover Reiki. above. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's Boys. the ancient energy <laughs> of Queensland. <laughs> Getting the spirits yeah, of Meninga and the Yes. Just oh, yes. pulsating forex <laughs> through the veins. Oh, have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy? You can text us oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. The big news has been the dragons. You've heard all the bullet points around that. Paul Vaughan has been sacked. Uh, eight weeks he'll be uh, stood down for. There's a number of players, up to a dozen, who will be down for a week. So there you go. That's coming out for the dragons. So that's uh, they've been issued with fines as well also through the state government. But anyway, uh, we have got hold of some exclusive audio here. This is following the big win. They were gone. Eight minutes to go. They needed three tries to somehow salvage victory over the Warriors. But we have exclusively here on SEN uh, 1170, and wherever you're listening here, uh, listening to Crunch Time, ascertained and obtained audio from the Sheds after they had defeated the Warriors, the Georgia Lawara Dragons. Let's have a listen to this. Yeah. Hey boys, good win. Uh, we stayed in the dog fight or the arm wrestle, whichever. Um, yeah, gold ticket goes to Chad Townsend for uh, shanking that field goal. Eight points up. Couldn't have done it without you, Chad. <laughs> Joke. 
Um, <laughs> now, I know you've noticed, boys, um, no beers were in the esky. And we did the song, Josh McGuire, you were very vocal. And I quote, you, you actually said, where's the beers? Um, and the reason behind that is that we are in a COVID bubble because of the Delta. And no, I don't mean the girl who sang Born to Try. I mean the virus. Um, we've got the buy next week. So let me be clear with you boys. Don't have a party. Paul Vaughan. Poi. Vaughny. Vaughn Vaughn. <laughs> you got a nice big house there at, Sh- at Shell Harbour. No one would know uh, if you had the boys over. So don't um, don't invite everyone over, if you know what I mean, on a separate WhatsApp group to the Origin players and a couple of the young guys that I want to recruit next year. Okay, Jack. Jack DeBellin, you don't go. Make sure you don't go and hide under a bed. It'll be too much fun for you, Jack. And Dufty. Oh, you live less than uh, 5Ks away. It's too convenient. You could jog home. So, uh, yeah, good win. Good win, boys. Worthy of a piss-up, Jack Duft Borney. Um, But, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, Don't do it. (laughs) Are you suggesting there might have been an angle for a few outs there? What? Well, I'm as shocked as you are from the audio. But if you look at it, Mm. Paul Vaughan's on 800,000 a year. You want to clear him out? He need to get some cap space. Hang on. Yeah. You know, Dufty doesn't like the the whole defence part of it. It's been proved. And Jack, not a a stranger to controversy. So wouldn't it be nice if those three players... And throw in Normie, who was there as well. I think there might have been a subconscious (laughs) suggestion of... And also with kind of the younger... You know, frontal lobe, as you guys yeah. explored yesterday. Yeah. We know reverse psychology. <laughs> Don't smoke, yes. Billy. Billy's having a ciggy yeah, behind the church. That's, that's you right. know what I mean? So that philosophy, Masterstroke. I think Anthony Griffin, the hook, yes. he's a genius. Yeah, that was like the pulp in the eye of uh, <laughs> George, George Costanza. Yeah. A break and back with more crunch time. Yeah, it is crunch time. Thanks to Red Rooster's new spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Roosters calling and Isuzu, the three litre Isuzu D Max, born to live. 1300 01 is the number after the break, by the way. We're going to be uh, taking your questions, so hit us up on the text line 0457 736 736. In the meantime, we hit the open line 1300 01 Rod's there. G'day, Rod. Charlie, thank you. Hey, you other lad. Brandon, how are you? Listen, Finchy. Hey, mate. You're going on about lucky. You're going on about lucky, Joe, right? Yeah. How about the news yesterday when they had these stupid flog on the TV going, oh, Bond, all the series and the swimmers, they were lucky today. Why were they lucky? There's a big bait ball of fish with two bloody grey nurse <laughs> sharks swimming around. Couldn't bite your little finger off. Oh, poor, that's poor Lucky Joe. If only Lucky Joe was at Bondi. Bondi, see, that's the place to be. Hey, you ask all the New Zealanders. Hey, can I just ask something, Sharky? Have you, <laughs> you been got, drinking have you own, already? Have you got your own beep button? When you're about to, I just kept hearing the beep through. Were you, were you beeping yourself? Oh, nearly, mate. Nearly, nearly. Anyway, um, it's all good. Having fun. Yeah, and Mitchell, all good. Unfortunately, I won't. Unfortunately, I won't tell you. You'll find out. Bit of bad news from an ex-NRL player down here the other day. Boom, boom. Bye. Oh, <laughs> that's got a tease. Mm. A little bit of a tease uh, from the from the. Uh, oh, I know he's talking about. Yeah, he he's a an hour boy. It was in the papers. So there's a story about Dylan Farrell in the papers, but th- th- that's Dylan not our who? show. Uh, Dylan Farrell, the former oh, yeah, South yeah. Sydney Rabbitohs. That's not our show. So uh, jump on the web if you want to find out about that. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do that. Uh, you can also text us. So any of your questions, we can go down any path 
you wish to go down. 0457 736 736. It's been quite the show, actually. We've been talking about, we've got exclusive audio from Anthony Griffin in the sheds there yeah. at the Dragons. If you missed it, Ow. the podcast is there for you to download. <laughs> That's the way to do that. Uh, we also had the interview, Finchy. Could you believe it that the NRL Integrity Unit interviewed Jai yeah. Arrow direct? Yeah. Direct. Uh, you mm. can't bullshit about a bullshit the was the premise. The dancing. Yeah. And the, what do you call it? The raking. A raking. Yeah. yeah. No, non contact. Non t- no contact. <laughs> Just <laughs> energy stuff. Just energy. <laughs> well, there's more energy coming up after this. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy For all the listeners on SEN Gold Coast and SEN Track Brisbane, thanks for joining us. Trackside's coming up next for you. But if you wish to listen to uh, continue listening to Crunch Time, head over to the SEN app. A break and back with more. Oh, it certainly is. It's been a fun, fun show. If you've missed any of it, feel free to download the podcast. Crunch Time brought to you by... Red Rooster and Isuzu, the powerful three-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to live. Text messages coming through. This one I didn't know. The Wishy walk, uh, the wishy Workhorse's son, so talking about Rod Wishart's son, signing for Melbourne from under the nose of the Dragons. Great decision. Kid will be a star. Chip off the old blot. Hope he does his hemi stretches at Paddy from the gong. Did you know that the young... Um, what position is he? The dummy half, uh, number seven there, says Brooksy, who's a mad Steelers fan. We are taking your questions, by the way, on the socials is the way to do that. Uh, This comes from Karate Warrior. Uh, He says, uh, boys, most underrated players uh, that you've ever played with. So they can't be fringe origin players. um, And they're blokes that played less games than they probably would. I'll I'll start with Ben Galeer for the Mm. the West Tigers. He was such a winner. He he won a schoolboys championship with John Paul II Marion. And I remember West Tigers 2005, who were on the cusp of um, not making the top four. Tim Sheen's called a snap meeting. He said, right, everyone bring it in. And big stars there. You know, Brett, um, uh, Brett Hodgson playing fullback. He had Scotty Prince there. Benji. He said, Benji, list goes on. He said, right, boys, we're going to reassess our goals. Our goal at the start of the year was to make the top four. We're going to reassess the top six. And Benny Gillier just stood up in front of the whole team. He said, Sheensy. I was very, very poor at maths. And I actually went to John Paul II with Benny, and I could verify that. He was hopeless. You know, there's three different types of people in this world, those good at maths and those weren't, right? So (laughs) so Benny was one of those ones who wasn't. But he stood up in front of the team. He said, Sheensy, he said, you said our goal at the start of the year was top four. As far as my maths are concerned, we can still mathematically make it. So as far as I'm concerned, meeting over, we are still top four, stormed out of the room, then he opened his head through the door and said, by the way, the day after your off day, boys, I'm going to put up a board and I want you to write something you did when no one was watching you. Mm. What did you do extra when no one was watching you? Meeting adjourned, charged out, Benny Galea. And so all of a sudden they started to do this. What did you do on your day off when mm. no one was watching you? The little extras, they started to do that. Where'd they finish? Top four. Yeah. Top four, um, Benny Galea. Won the comp. Won the comp. Who was the most underrated player that you played with, Finchie? I'm not too sure if he was underrated, but in terms of not playing any referee, Alan Tung was... Yeah. Tungy was superb. We come through together in Canberra. We played Australian schoolboys together and then sort of debuted the same. I debuted a year before him, but then we'll come through together. He was a year older than me. Just, you know, like was, was as big as me. Yeah. Played well above his weight. The ultimate team man, you know. Well, yeah. just And a bloke that never let you down. And another bloke who started his career at Canberra, I played with him, Melbourne, Ryan Hinchcliffe. Um, mm. Just superb. Uh, and to say that, I think like a lot of those guys, there's another guy there, not too sure if people remember, he's, he's one of my close mates now, Brad Kelly. Oh, yeah. He, he, he debuted around the time in 1999 at Canberra. If he'd played a bit like a Hinchcliffe and Tongue where 
a bit more uh, skillful than them. Could play centre, lock, 5-8, you know, one of those guys. But because, you know, because Hinchy goes to Melbourne in a good system, yeah. you know, he gets these 150, 180 games. You know, Kel sort of, my mate Kel comes through after Laurie and that retired in Canberra and, you know, played for sort of 50 and yeah. that was it, you know. That's right. If it was in a better club, like it probably leadership wasn't great once we lost Laurie, young team. Um, and your career sort of peters out, you know, because the, the senior players weren't as great. But if you're down in Melbourne with, great, you know, all the Roosters or South, any great team with good leadership, you know, that sort of player, you know, is, is worth its weight in gold. Perfect example. My sister, Bonnie, she went out for years and years and years with Dane Nilsson. Right? And you would have um, probably lived down there Good teammate of mine, yeah. But Dane Nilsson, Brennan, he, he was a bit of a scallywag, right? And he's got a good heart, but he's a scallywag. There's no doubt about that. And yeah. Great and company of, for the boys. One of the best, one of the boys to have a drink with, just hilarious. T- type of bloke where, you know, my sister is one of six and she's the only girl. There's five boys. So even though, you know, you know he's a scallywag and you know that the relationship is probably never going to end the way that maybe my sister hopes it's going to end, but he's a likeable bloke and, and you still enjoy his company, right? So anyway, he, before he played first grade, he's about to get the bullet from the Melbourne Storm because he's stuffing around. To which point Craig Bellamy says to Frank Panisi, if he's not on this, he's always late for everything, if he's not on this bus on time, his contract is getting torn up. He's had enough, enough goes at this, right? So he hasn't really established himself as a first grader. So there's one minute to go. There's 10 seconds to go and the bus doors are about to shut, right? And then the Belly ache says to the bus driver, shut the doors. And just as he shut the doors, <laughs> foot goes into the bus. It's Dane Nielsen, right? And that foot making it onto the bus, he plays in two grand finals. Wins two Melbourne grand Storm. finals. Wins two grand finals. Wins two Storm. origin series. Wins two origin series. Not a world beater by nah. any stretch of the imagination, but in the what? The right, right system. Right, right club. system. Right system. Well, when you look at him, he, he was at the Sharks. He got yeah. brushed from the Sharks. Yeah. Uh, he, he left Melbourne, went to the Warriors, and he was an origin centre. Yeah. Premiership winner when he left Melbourne, went That's to the right. Warriors. No good there. Went to the Dragons. No good there. It was there. always going to end that way. Yeah. Out of the system. But you're part, yeah. Went for down, the payday. Yeah. Went, which they do. Yeah. Down yeah. in Melbourne, he, he's, he's one of those, he's like a dog who runs through your house and trashes it, and then you go to kick it in the guts, and you look at it and just go, oh, it's a dog. You, get, you know, look how cute it is. Yeah. He's a, a lovable stuff up. You know, yeah. you do things and you just want to rip his rip his uh, head off, and then you'd look at you and you'd say something, you'd just go, ah, come on, let's go from here. Yeah. You know, such a good bike, hell of a teammate. Yeah. Still doesn't change the fact he wasn't a good boyfriend, though. No, no, exactly. He was at times, but uh, at other times, yeah. maybe and, not. And tell you one thing, I, I, I'd be very hypocritical of me if I was yeah. criticising someone <laughs> on how I was a, as a boyfriend uh, material. So who's your underrated player, Brendan, when, whether it's a sharky or well, who's the player? I was firmly you implanted in the bees. Um, I probably don't <laughs> have that many guys that are – though, because Adam Dykes was the year below us oh, yes. and he played 14 A's, he'd then <laughs> play the game after if we were down and he'd come and play in my team, the 16 B's. A year up. Yeah, and he was 13. <laughs> and he'd come into our side yeah. and play half A before and he'd just – whip through the middle of them and destroy the other t- other side. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, that's my claim to fame is that I played with Adam Dykes. But he, there was a while there at the Sharks, I think it was him and Kamali for a while there, mm. where it was really working. Yeah. And then I think it was Chris Anderson or something that separated them. But I love playing with Dykesy. And he, I think he's an underrated player. I thought he was brilliant. You know, Dykesy, right? He, he's a, he's a very, very entrepreneurial these days in the fitness world. But what he would do is if he was hiring someone or interviewing someone, he would plant some rubbish on their path 
on oh, the way wow. to see him. And, and he little wait, test. Little test <laughs> to see the character from whether they pick it up. That, that's, yeah. that's his little test. He used that he to do. do that to me at training, and I just walked straight past. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the other thing he did. You know the other thing he did, and, and which I've onboarded myself. And you don't do it every night, but he kisses his boys goodnight, and, and the boys oh. are doing quite well themselves. But but he kisses them goodnight, and he says, looks him in the eyes. This is the last last words he says to him at night. Are you a leader or a follower? So so people are going to oh, make Dad, mistakes. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. I Jeez, follow... Dad's been intense. <laughs> <laughs> I want to follow the eyelids. You know, Bluey. You know, you know, yeah. like you know, no, saying, Dad, Dad, chill Dad, out. Dad, what, what's the answer here? So I can go to sleep the quickest. <laughs> <laughs> what's the answer to end this conversation? So I can go to sleep. You just I'm tell a me sleeper, what's Dad. I'm, I'm a sleeper. Yes. I'm a child. <laughs> You've been putting rubbish in front of me all day. <laughs> now you want all this talk? Are you? Or I'm following the rest of the world, I'm going to sleep. Actually, I'm going to be a garbage man because all I've been doing is picking up rubbish all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? He, he was a great player, wasn't he? He was a great player. Great player. He was unbelievable. Really tough, great kick and game, fast. And yeah. well, that was a really interesting, you know, I, 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 him and Kamali were fantastic. Yeah, they were. There's a few years there. You look at 99. They were minor premiers, and they was got bu- bringing Orford, didn't they? they but bundled yeah. out by um, the Dragons. You know, yeah. not in that 2003. They got rolled by, no, sorry, 2002. They got rolled by the Warriors in the prelim final. Yeah. So there were certainly some years there. Um, him and Noddy and Preston had a great year too there as, as well. He had the Peach. Yeah. They were a great team. Have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy? We are taking your questions on socials. Michael at Sharks RCB. So a Sharks fan like your good self, Brennan. He says, "Hey, Brennan, your top three Todd's tips from Life Support." <laughs> um, just to frame this for yeah. the listeners that aren't massive on the SBS, um, I did a show back in the early two thousands called Life Support, yeah. and it was a spoof on a lifestyle show. So there were four hosts, but the things that we uh, told you to do mm. were a little weird and dysfunctional. They all made sense, but I played Todd the tool man who was a tradesman. <laughs> he only had the one tool in his belt and clearly had no idea what he was doing. But um, one of the one I wrote quite a number of the sketches as well, but one was, um, you know, if you, if a bird's coming over and you want your house to look bigger, simply bolt on some more doors to the walls <laughs> and then just say those rooms are closed at the moment and that leads to, you know, so just bolt on a number of doors. Um, if you want, you know, uh, what was another one was how, you know, Tom in the ki- uh, Todd in the kitchen was good and Todd in the kitchen, I was telling the ladies how to uh, make a Vietnamese spring roll, but it ended up just beans on toast. You know what I mean? Because I didn't have it in the, in the cupboards. Another one in the kitchen, which is a little controversial, um, which I remember shooting this and just thinking, I'm a grown man and this is what I'm doing for a living. <laughs> but uh, it was like the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, but you can bypass his eyes. So today I'm going to teach you how to make your very own salmon vagina. <laughs> and we rolled up the smoked salmon with the caper on top yes. and brushed it with the tarragon oil. And then a little mung bean got caught in my tooth. And so I don't know, I don't know if you'd be able to make that no, no. right now. Or talk and I'm not it. saying that you should, no. just so before I get cancelled. Yes. I'm just saying that's what we did. Yes, um, and I remember how, there with the boot. How's all that, like with the political correctness these days? You know, yeah. you see all shows like, and John Cleese has come out, like shows that are getting cancelled or getting brushed off Netflix down because mm. they're not politically correct. How hard is that in, in your world now to do anything without going, well, we better check this or go through yeah. it or to make sure we're not offending anyone? 
Yeah, oh, well, I imagine it, it's it's quite difficult. I mean, I've just been shooting a Disney film for two years, so, mm. you know, you're pretty safe there. Yeah. Um, but I think with your creativity, the whole idea of cre- creativity is that you stir things up. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's meant to be provocative. Mm. And you kind of got to run towards the line of, of what you yeah. can and can't say. And it's about human behavior, what yeah. humans do. Yeah. And so how, how can you make drama and art if you're not allowed to make humans behave yeah. in, in kind of ways that they may regret? Yeah. You know what I mean? So there, it, I think it is quite difficult. But at the same time, if, if you're writing things ultra aware of the Twitter sphere, then you're probably not in the right game. Because yeah, exactly. in another way, who cares yeah, what they're saying out there? Yeah. You know, make your make your piece of expression and go for yeah. it. Because the great artists, they didn't worry what everyone was thinking. Yeah. Just, they just had something they really wanted to say. Yeah. Just on the Twitter sphere, Jesus getting very negative. I, I was going through it the other day and it's just uh, it's just a <laughs> isn't it just a cesspit at times of people <laughs> putting the there, slipper in or self promoting or mm. it, it, it is just brutal out there. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have it's you. It's a jungle out there. Yeah. Joel, yeah, have you been a... up at one o'clock reading some retweets? Oh, uh, I mean, can, can I've been off the drink. Can I, I tell I'm, you? Um, I'm getting up too oh, early. Aboard, can I tell mate? you? Uh, uh, when I was at Channel Nine, one of the many jobs I've had post retirement, <laughs> I, I did a, um, I did a city country game down at Wagga. Now, I was obviously no one wanted to go down there, so Joey and the boys, I, you know, I'm at the bottom of the picking order, so off you go, Finch. Yeah. And and I won't say his name, but the core at the time who obviously wasn't Rabs or one yeah. of the top big dogs was, yeah. You know, we sent the C team down, so we're going down there. He's actually we're calling the game, sitting in the box, and he's got Twitter on, looking yeah. at Twitter, and mate, the abuse because I can see <laughs> the abuse, the the the. the, the the tweets out there, whatever they call it. So this like, person's calling a game. He's calling a game and he's watching what people are writing about him and yeah. they're hammering him. He, he wasn't the greatest of footy calls, I must admit, but they're hammering him. <laughs> they're going at him and, like you said, they're Mate, the play, it, it just, it's absorbing. It absorbs him and he just, like, and stops and reads like a long one and the play's going on, like... Yeah. He just takes his mind off and he's going, mate, call the game. Yeah. I remember going to halftime and said, mate... Put Don't the phone down. Put it down. Yeah, yeah. Like, you are rattled. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he gets at half time, he rings his missus, and I hear him ask, am I, no, they're yeah, saying, yeah. Get, get off it. Like, head noise. You, you, totally. Your I've head noise is, it's awful. It's like, mate. Don't, like I'm, like you know me, I'm not on any social media. Yeah. I don't even like returning calls, nah. let alone. I don't, <laughs> mate. My my microphone doesn't work on my phone. I can only text message, and I've got like two apps. I think two I think apps. I think that was your wife organised. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> I've got two apps. One of them happens to be Tinder. Oh, oh, Sorry about that. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, I had a call. I had a call from somebody who's who's progressing through media ranks, not necessarily rugby league, not necessarily not rugby league, but. They're saying, oh, you know what, and not that I'm any bloody person to come to for advice, but they're obviously asking many, many people for advice. And I said, well, look, what what I would say is this, is that in these particular roles, people don't ever come out and say how good this person is or how good they're going. They get, You'll know about it if you get the slipper in. If no one's saying anything, you're, doing okay. you're going all right. Yeah. That, that's typically the rule in media. So I said, look, you know what I would do? I'd fly under the radar and people will know what you're doing, right? So you don't need to go out there and vote one campaign yeah. and screw and they're going yeah 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 right 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 so I said just stay humble with it don't go so so, so I thought my um, advice is, and but since then they've gone completely the other way it's just been this I think I'm not going I think I know but didn't they come out like don't, don't uh, go there didn't, didn't no I'm gonna, <laughs> wasn't it, I think I wonder who it is wasn't it like an hour or two later 
you were telling me about this. I think he's going to follow my advice. I and then, it was 15 and, and minutes then, later. And then went bang, like hit a tweet or something, yeah. and, then, and then come the. But the I was so, so sold that the yeah. advice Sage Council yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> had been bought. Play under the radar. And I thought, what yeah. the hell is this? Um, anyway. If, you, if you're employed. Then you know there's probably a reason for it. So you know if you continue to be employed, yeah, there's a reason for it. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because a lot of people that are attacking you aren't doing what you're doing. Yeah. You've been chosen. Yeah. Stay with it. I mean, I remember when I did the war movie Beneath Hill 60, and I just joined Twitter, and I went home after the premiere, and a bloke went, you know, a bloke wrote on it, "You're a shit Russell Crowe," <laughs> and I and I kind of thought about it for a second. I went. That's not too bad. No, that's good. <laughs> that's yeah. good. I'll, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if you're a driver and you're a shit Max Verstappen, yeah. you're yeah. 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 Well, he's done pretty well. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be a shit version of yeah. him, no problems. Yeah. Uh, this, this was good. So it's tried July, as you know, and Sportsbet have been very good with that. Mossy Masoy, uh, almost already $100,000, $5,000 per post-try celebration. No doubt about it, South Sydney have been the leader as far as that's concerned. Uh, last night... They were right amongst it. Tommy Starling added to that as well. Uh, but this really, it was kicked off 33 years ago yesterday. And this came through from uh, Jamie Lay, uh, at Jamie underscore Lay on Twitter. And we might play the, the, the audio here. Speaking about great media identities, yeah. the late Daryl Eastlake, who I, incidentally, it's his birthday tomorrow, uh, Daryl. So there oh, you go. Means... Let's have a listen to this. Yeah. This is Lachlan. Lachlan winds up, Lachlan straight through Australia, still going Lachlan, and he's got support too, unloads it, oh look at this, Henderson Gill winding up as a chase, Gary Jack comes with him, but that's a great try, oh great Brindley, and he does a bit of a boogie, and the Union Jack flags here have gone absolutely crazy. Yeah, 33 yeah. years ago. The old dance in the end goal, the finger point in the air, swinging yeah. the hips around. The, the very loose uh, shorts at the time. Yes. Oh, weren't they painted on? Yeah. Henderson Gill. That was 33 years ago, Henderson Gill's try celebration, where the Lions defeated the Kangaroos. Mm. The Lions defeated the Kangaroos. Didn't happen too often, especially. Well, they beat them down at uh, Princess Park, too, I think, in the early 90s. Yeah. But, but uh, that, that was a, they, they fogged the Aussies that, that day at the uh, footy stadium. 26 12 at the mm. footy stadium, yeah. yeah. Henderson Did, Gill. Do you think, and you see, I've got a few problems, and we spoke to Hemi the other day. On, on the um, on the drive show, and he's saying the players. And I said it with Campbell Graham the other day. Give the players room when yeah. they score. They're, they're all open. They're trying oh. to they're trying to do their post try celebration. Oh. And they, I like, think five minutes in the yeah, bin. Yeah, if you yeah, touch a bloke, yeah. if you Let touch a bloke mid mid strike, I know it. I like, I'm a performer. <laughs> Get out of my way. If yeah. I went on stage for a monologue yeah. and a bloke put his arms around my neck, I'd kill it. <laughs> this is my my, my monologue. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the like, way. And a bloke last night was about to do the yeah. notorious. Yeah. Guys were up. To, I think that's, he should. That's I, I, think, the I think they have to leave the stadium. Something has to happen. Five minutes or run around, <laughs> run around the park, some suicide jobs, <laughs> a few burpees, yep. something like that. Yep. Punishment, no touching till after. What about this idea? No if, they if can't you stop touching. If you <laughs> score the try, stop they, touching. Need, they need to do the raking. <laughs> yeah, raking. Yeah. Go straight to the raking. Go straight it's to the raking. So, I so, think also it's COVID. You know what I mean? So they should say you can't touch your own player. No. <laughs> you know, you can't touch your own player during COVID. No. And that, that might get them to yes, go, oh, stay shit. Away. Let them get the five Let grand out. The so what about this? If, if you climb all over your teammate, you don't get to have the kick. You take <laughs> the kick off them. Well, you exactly. can't kick. Mm. Or, the, or the, if you jump on top of them, you ought to get five grand out of your pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're paying for you're it. You're paying for it. You're paying for it. Yeah. That's right. I also thought Burgess stole Adam Reynolds' yeah, surfboard. surfboard. And I think... 
you also should be punished for yeah. unoriginal. Yeah. Yes. I think you've got to come out with your, you've got to patent. You've plagiarism. Got to come out with your own plagiarism. Plagiarism. You pay 5000 yourself. You pay 5000 for plagiarism. Yeah, like and, you and, know, he could have at least done a boogie board yes. or something or, you know, a different could, Malibu Maybe mood. a windsurfer or something. Yeah, what you know, kite surfing. I Can saw I, the Burgess I, have come out with a <laughs> get the Burgess look fashion line. Yeah. Have you been nah. like, you've been lying away at night going, geez, I've got to get that look. The Burgess look. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, boys, uh, enjoy the outdoors, the great outdoors with all the comforts of home. With Dometic, always stay relaxed and hydrated wherever your adventure takes you with Dometic's rugged drinkware. We do have to speak about a bit of Origin. Origin 3 in Newcastle. Now, the big question is... and Can yeah. I just go back to the... To <laughs> yes. the so we look at South, and they're scoring eight tries a game. You yeah. know, they're doing 40 grand yeah. each yeah. week. I think it's yeah. 80 grand in two weeks. They look great. Do the dogs just go straight to the NRL and go, there's a $100,000 check? Because they're not scoring. <laughs> yeah. So no. they're, co- they're contributing nothing to Mossy Massoy. No, do they, they've do, been, they've do been they doing... just go, there's an up front, mate, we're just going to give no, you hundred grand. they have been doing ones at training. And they've <laughs> been doing their, yeah, they're getting, they're sending some videos. Yeah, training. <laughs> training. Can they, like, <laughs> bibs and shirts. You know if they what get I mean? scored on tonight by the Roosters, can they jump in that and mean, get yeah. involved? They can, they can do their own from the other team scores. I, I think you try saving tackles. Yes. You know, if well, they. Well, they're not they doing put, any of them. Yeah. They're <laughs> no, not saving any shots. The best they of all jump time. in their try. They can, so if, hey, that, so if the, the Roosters score, they can do a try. The dogs can do one. Now we have to, boys. Um, uh, We've got to work. We've got to work. I will say this: so, so the Bulldog social media team or marketing team had been tasked with this. They won this spo- sponsorship for Hitachi. Mm. So each week they had a Hitachi highlights where people mm. would vote on social media. Three weeks ago they got beat to zero. So the Hitachi highlights were Nick Meany running out of the in goal. Um, <laughs> you know, the other team missing a kick. Like it was just unbelievable. Well, wasn't one of them the first one? One of the first times I came in here with you. The, the highlight was the first penalty they got. Yeah, the, the first penalty of the season. <laughs> they got a penalty. That was the highlight of the game. I, I, they I got their first penalty of the season. Uh, Dometic Outdoor, go further, stay stronger. Go Just question guys. before we move on, uh, boys. Caelan uh, Ponga, he is the golden child in Newcastle. Yes. But he becomes public enemy uh, number one all of a sudden here. The number one gun Isn't to public amazing? enemy number one. Yeah, that's I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. But he's gonna run into his own stadium yep. and get booed that's right. by a seventy percent audience. That's right. Um, you know? <laughs> yeah. How how confusing for the young man. Yeah. He already looks confused enough. I know. Mm-hmm. But these young players, nothing throws him. <laughs> no. Nothing throws him. No, not they. He's they one of them blokes who just water off a duck's back. Oh, he? no, he's, he's just halfway cool. through his photography course, <laughs> going, "What what you, game am I playing yeah, today?" And you know what <laughs> I love? I I'd love when I if if I was the CEO or the, or the boss at Newcastle, and you're paying someone nine hundred thousand, yeah. eight hundred thousand a year, and he goes, "I don't watch much footy." Well, why don't you? Yeah. I'm paying you 800000 <laughs> yeah. I want you to watch every game and watch your yeah. opposition. I think the Panthers came out last year and says we don't really watch a lot of footy. We, yeah, watch, well, Nathan, we love the TikTok. And yeah, the Nathan watches it for them all. That's yeah. a, he does all yeah. the... Uh, he hey, does all the footage from Dometic Outdoor. Go further, stay longer. Fuel your adventure with Dometic's Outdoor Drinkware. Boys, we've run out of time. It's been such a, a good time. If you've missed any of the show, you can catch up, by the way, on the podcast. But before we go, uh, brought to you by the powerful... Three-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to play. Now, what are we looking for our Saturday standouts? What's, it doesn't have to necessarily be sport. What, what's your standout today? Uh, well, my standout for me, the, my main energy is going towards me misses this yeah, afternoon. Well, good answer. Yes. I was testing you there. Yeah. That right. was a piece of paper that Dyke <laughs> puts down. And you picked it up, yes. young man. Um, so it's her birthday. So it's, it's all about her this afternoon for me. So she gets the one day a year. And the other 300... 
64 days of mine. Yeah. <laughs> she gets it. I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to make a multi joke, but then I thought <laughs> yeah. I'll just go off on my own thing. Um, I think today, Victor Radley, the inflictor, yes. turns. Where will the inflictor inflict? Ooh. Will he go towards the head, the neck, or the rump region of the bulldog? Yes. <laughs> has he been meditating and contemplating the way he plays the game in his six he, weeks have off? They put him on the, or um, has he just been like a dog at a gate going, just let me out of him? Oh, yeah. Is he going to go straight back out there and go, I play the way I play? Or are we going to see a new, improved, more mature inflictor? Yeah, well, Robbo's come out back. He said yeah. he, doesn't want to, he loves the way he plays. So. He's he, just got to go three inches down. Down the Where? down the uh, body, doesn't yes. he? Yeah. And, and uh, so I, ca- I cannot wait to see him again. I think he's the ticket to the do you, Roosters. Do you have having a second favourite team? Do you know what? I, I, I love Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. I just love him. I love him. Yeah. I love watching him play rugby league. Yeah. And so when he played for the Roosters, I somehow, you know how you end up liking a team and you don't notice yeah. it? It's kind of like, you know, going to the workplace and you realise you've got a crush on someone <laughs> after a year and a half. It's kind of like, I ended up watching the Roosters because of Luttrell and now I still have a reluctant affection towards the Roosters. Roosters yeah. I'll go to their games. I'll yeah. go and watch them play. The, also because I'm an SCG member. Yeah, so I love helps. going to the SCG. But yeah, I, I have a bit of an effect. I, I, like, I like Trent Robinson. I yeah, see he's a great a coach and, and, I, and they play a good brand. Yeah. So I reckon I'm a reluctant Roosters fan. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'll tell you what. I um, Bulldogs are about $8.50 to score zero. And, and I hate to sort of wish ill of the Bulldogs, but that to me sounds like a decent bet. Gamble responsibly. In the meantime, uh, that was our Saturday standouts brought to you by the three-litre Isuzu D-Max born to play. Hey, boys. Finch's exclusive interview with Jai Arrow was brilliant. Yeah, and to those right. listeners quick to judge poor Jai, may I just say this. Uh, let's just say he or she who has not bought a dance to their hotel room for a bit of contemporary <laughs> dance, cast a stone. Cheers, Jason. Uh, well done, son. Joel, Brett and Brendan, uh, this is a great show. It's a show about everything. It starts with F, it ends with K, political correctness, says Tom. Uh, thank you very much, Tom. Thank you to all our listeners, as we say. Uh, you can catch it all on the podcast. Thank you, Fitchy. Thank you very much, Brendan. Thank you very yeah, well much, done, Alex. And, of course, the producer, the gun-gun producer, Brooksy. Thank you very much to everyone else. Enjoy your Saturday and stay with us right here on SEN 1170 or however you're listening. Sugar Town's about to run. I've got to back that. Uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.